0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am the voice of the Midnight Highway, and you're listening to Midnight Highway Radio, a place where street signs mean nothing, and you're being watched as much as you feel alone. You may have been here before, and if you've returned, then welcome back. Tonight, we've got a full lineup of stories collected along this dark, desolate highway for you. First, we're going to take a call from a deer hunter set up in a tree just off the highway who's too terrified to climb down from his tree stand. Leroy's on line one here. Hi, Leroy, and welcome to the Midnight Highway.
1: Howdy, and thank you for taking my call. For some reason, 911 kept hanging up on me. I've been in this tree stand almost 24 hours now. I'm just too freaked out to leave.
0: Okay, Leroy, I've been there myself along the highway once or twice. What exactly happened?
1: When I climbed up in my tree stand early this morning, about 4 a.m., you see, I like to be up early, because big game moves just before the break of day. I knew something wasn't right, it's just terrible fog and then the daylight started breaking, I saw a small doe show up with her little fawn, or Bambi as I call him, and was eating the corn I had laid out to pull them in. I noticed a big six point buck wobble up to him, and I say wobble, cause I couldn't tell if it was sick or something, and all of a sudden, the buck's belly tore open, and large insect tentacles came out, along with five or six different mouths, bearing giant teeth, that just slaughtered that baby deer. The damnedest thing I've ever seen. I ain't coming down, so somebody's got to find me. Call in the National Guard.
0: <laughs> Sounds about right. We've had similar reports up and down the highway tonight, so good luck out there, Leroy. And thank you for your wait, call.
1: Wait, hey.
0: There you go folks, we have more after this short break. Roll up your windows, lock your doors, and stay on the road no matter what comes next. Don't touch that dial, but it won't matter if you do. You're on the Midnight Highway. Have you ever gotten a flat tire? Battery goes dead? Or maybe hit a deer with your car on the highway? Yeah? Or maybe a deer transformed into a terrifying monster that trashed your sweet ride. Yeah? Well, let the 666 Auto Club rescue you from high repair bills. I'm Alistair Crowley, CEO. We'll also pick you up and drop you safely to Purgatory. Until your car looks and drives like new.
1: Wow, my 69 Camaro looks and drives like new. Thanks, Triple Six Auto Club. Now, what year is it? Choose the
0: Triple Six Auto Club. Because the devil's in the details. Okay, listeners, strap yourselves in and take a deep breath, because our next guest is just pure energy, as his voice is just electrifying. Okay, maybe that's going a bit far, but his story is the stuff of blockbuster movies. Everyone out there, welcome to the show, Wilbur Williams. Hi, Wilbur. What brings you to the show?
2: Voice. I'm a long-time listener as my 120-acre cabbage farm sits down a dirt road that offshoots down from the highway there. Seen a lot of weird things over my time here. It's a strange place for sure, sometimes, because sometimes I can pick you up on my transistor radio on the porch there, and sometimes I can Sometimes I can hear you in the fields without anything around. Not a radio, not nothing.
0: I've been known to broadcast in mysterious ways, Wilbur. Sometimes I even amaze myself. So you told me a story on the phone that's just astounding. And I think personally you're a hero of sorts. I mean, you seem to be unfazed by the whole ordeal. My good friend, Wilbur, why don't you start from the top, okay, buddy?
2: Well, all righty, then. I'd been dusting for mites all day, so I may have breathed in a little too much of that stuff Passed clear out on one of the tractors. I woke up. It was pitch dark. That's when I noticed the eyes shining like a deer's in the moonlight. Them weren't no deers, if you know what I mean. Big black eyes with glints of moonlight in them. As my eyes adjusted, I could see little skinny bodies and big oval heads. It's just like I saw in the Unsolved Mysteries with that Robert Stack. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh, wow, Wilbur, a little visit from our friends the Greys, as we call them. Tell me, Wilbur, was this a pleasant visit? Did they drop by for a cup of sugar or did they just insert their anal probes?
2: Listen, now, I was a Marine in WW2. Fought the Guadalcanal, several other Pacific hell holes. Now, some farmers, carry a pistol or maybe a shotgun while they're on their tractors. Me, personally... I carry an imperial Japanese government-issued officer's katana. I shot the man myself. I took it off, uh, I still see his eyes in my sleep. He died not three feet in front of me. Since then, I've been using it on the farm for snakes and brush, and cleaning up an occasional rotten cabbage head. Now... All that practice with this weapon was about to pay off.
1: Oh, come
0: on, Wilbur. Tell me you didn't start interplanetary war with the Greys now, did
2: you? Well, I'll tell you what. Their fingertips started glowing, and I jumped down from my tractor, that katana, in hand. Suddenly, one of them disappears in a flash and appears behind me, stepping out of a tear in what looked like space and time. So I sliced his head in two like a bad cabbage before he could touch me, and the other two were shocked, (laughs) even though they didn't have mouths. I can see their eyes shoot wide. I guess they never tried to abduct a marine combat vet before. <laughs> I'd semper fi. Anyways, I had that sword deep in front one's chest before he could react. When I pierced his heart, the green glowing blood burst like a water balloon. Now that stuff is impossible to get out of my overalls. Anyway, I saw another flash, and the third one disappeared. Out of the corner of my eye, I could see another flash in my barn. One of them I killed must have had the keys to the ship, because this one in the barn was hiding. I ran in the barn, and by then, he'd woken up my old hound dog, Sounder, because he had him but what might have been his nuts. (laughs) Damnedest thing I have ever seen. I could see this E.T. was just begging me to get his dog off his crotch, but I had to stop and chuckle. I figured he'd been tortured enough. So I took his big melon head off of his tiny shoulders for him. Ruined a few bales of fresh hay My milk cow Bessie just wouldn't touch it after that
0: Good God Wilbur, what a story (laughs) It seems like you may have started World War 3 Only it's your world Against theirs Good luck and may the odds Be ever in your favor As for you, faithful Listener, it's all gonna Be okay, as long as nothing In the darkness eats you So keep your eyes peeled, Road Warrior, and we'll be right back here on the Midnight Highway. Ladies and gentlemen, beasts and ghouls, freaks and frights, welcome back to the Midnight Highway. The stars are out, and it's a perfect night to be outside. Oh, it looks like we got a call. You're on the Midnight Highway. Who are you, and where are you calling from?
1: Hey, uh, first-time caller, a long-time listener. My name is Charlie. Uh, I work at Night Security over here at Devil's Eye Canyon. Uh, it's a national park. You know, you get lots of these crazy calls here, but you just—I just I just can't make heads or tails of what's going on over here.
2: <laughs> well,
0: why don't you start from the beginning for the folks out there listening?
1: Okay, well, it started about three days ago, I guess, what
0: exactly started, Charlie?
1: That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. So my job is making rounds at night and making sure people are quiet and nobody's out here in the trails at night. And I, I started hearing laughing on one of the hiking trails.
0: <laughs> like giggling?
1: No, more like snickering. Sounds like a bunch of boys sneaking around having fun, but... We get this sort of stuff all the time, but the more I walk towards it, it never gets any closer. For three nights now, followed this trail up to the peak where I found a campfire with tents. Nobody's there, but I can hear them laughing all around me up there. Uh, You can't see them. They're way too fast. Last night, they took my flashlight, and I ran the whole trail back in the dark. That's a five-mile hike! I don't know who's there, but I'm scared to go back up there tonight. There's probably five, I don't know, maybe ten of them, for all I know.
0: Just what makes you think that?
1: You just feel it, okay? The worst is, I I was running back last night, something bit me. I don't know what, but I've been sick all day. I even threw up some blood. I don't know who to call, because who would believe me seeing ghosts in the woods?
0: Well, if I've learned anything from the Midnight Highway... It's just to ride it out, man.
1: Ride what out? I'm throwing up blood, man.
0: I don't make the rules, Charlie. I'm just here for the stories.
1: That doesn't help me at all, man. I need some real help here
0: with... Don't touch that dial. Midnight Highway. We'll be right back after this. (music) Are your friends roasting you for looking too alive? well my staggering dead friend do i have the product for you it's zombie cream for just three payments of 49.99 you can look like you've been dead for years this patent pended formula accelerates the rotting process soaking deep beneath the skin and making it rot like magic order now and get the rotting flesh face mask for free But wait! There's more! Shuffle to the phone now with the code EATMYBRAINS for another 20% off
1: ZOMBIE CREAM!
0: Product not approved by the FDA. Only used by zombies. Not recommended for the living. Unless you want to look like the dead. Welcome back, listeners. We've got time for one more caller, and let's just say we've saved the best and worst for last this evening. Connie, are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. I don't usually do this, but I had no one else to call and I need some advice.
0: What seems to be troubling you?
3: Well, it's my boyfriend. He's, oh, well, it's been complicated lately. I think he's having commitment issues.
0: Go on.
3: We've been dating for a couple months now, or weeks, or I don't know. It's not important. The point is, he never wants to leave his house, and I'm starting to think he doesn't want to be seen with me. He won't take pictures with me, he barely even talks to me, but whenever I try to talk to him about it, he just looks at me like he doesn't even understand what I'm saying.
0: Is he going through a hard time?
3: Well, I don't know if it matters, but he's a 40,000-year-old demon.
2: Okay.
3: And I mean, I just don't know why that's a big deal. I've dated demons before. Hell, I've died like 40 times. (laughs) I've been run over by cars, trucks, trains. Now, if you think anyone would have issues, it would be me, but I don't. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm perfectly fine. It's just starting to eat at me that he won't talk to me. And this is coming from someone who's been eaten alive by werewolves, gigantic sand snakes, and even mermaids.
0: Well, Connie, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but people usually don't get second chances. How have you been able to die so many times?
3: Uh, I'm sorry, when did this become about me? I thought we were talking about my boyfriend.
0: Okay, well relax, I was just curious. No,
3: don't tell me to relax. I hate it when someone tells me to relax. I want to know what I said that made you think I'm the problem. You know what it's like to be torn apart by your own undead Connie. mother and father at your graduation ceremony? Do you know what it's like to be alive on your positive digestive uh... system of a mountain troll? No, you don't. So don't act I, like uh, you know what the story is before you've
0: heard it. Well, Connie, I was just trying to inform you that I received a message from the station heads just now. And it looks like your boyfriend is on the other line.
3: Oh, please bring him on.
0: Well, okay. Hi, is this Pazazu? Pazazoo?
2: Pazazoo? Magnificent, me
0: uh hello and welcome to midnight highway radio friend it sounds like you have something you want to say to connie uh connie can you decipher any of that
3: oh i can decipher it he still
0: loves me i can tell now it didn't sound like that to me but i
3: it's funny that it took me calling into a radio show to get him to start talking to me.
1: Yes.
2: All
0: right, everyone.
3: Now it sounds like he has loads to say. The one time he finally wants to start talking, and all he wants to talk about is how much that's what time and his his and anything but uh,
0: Thank you both for me? calling in. Well, listeners, what can be said that already hasn't been said at this point? We are all wandering down a dark, desolate road of endless night, reaching out to the void for anything that reaches back, hoping to make sense of all the madness. Along the way, some of us fall in love, some of us fall out of love, some of us, most of us, Well, we just keep falling. Thank you all for joining us this everlasting evening. We'll be back with another exciting show of Midnight Highway Radio very soon. In the meantime, stay safe, listeners, and stay on the road.